Star Wars 7x7, episode 2542. Reunion is episode 8 from season 1 of The Bad Batch. And yeah, it's not the happiest of reunions, is it? <laughs> We're going to talk about it all today on The Bad Batch Briefing. Punch it. <laughs> Hey, Ribble Riser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. This is, as usual, a full spoiler briefing for this particular episode of The Bad Batch, so if you don't want it spoiled for you, well, then you know what to do or <laughs> not do, but if you're okay with me jumping into the details, well, then let's get ahead and do it. I'll tell you right from the start that this episode has all the trappings of a mid-season finale kind of situation, which it is because it's dead center in the middle of the season, and it brings us into a very cliffhangery kind of situation. I have to say that I had a moment where I thought to myself, oh, with the reunion thing, that maybe we were going to get Crosshair brought back into the Clone Force 99 fold, but alas, that was not to be, even though they are all in the same place. We're back on Bracca, and that's where the clones of Clone Force 99, aka the Bad Batch, were able to get their inhibitor chips removed. And so I thought, oh, here's a possibility. If Crosshair ends up there, then maybe they can subdue him and get him into the machine and get him sorted out. But nope, not going to happen, and probably much too early in the events of the season for something like that to happen. Although you have to imagine that this is somewhere in the back of the Bad Batch's minds, or maybe even not the back, maybe in the forefront. It has to have occurred to them, even though it isn't discussed in this episode. But as I was saying about Bracca, you know, we are picking up right where we left off from last episode. The Scrapper Guild's notification of the Empire actually goes straight to Crosshair somehow, or at least gets to the Empire and gets filtered down in some fashion. It would be interesting to know the details of these things, but that's okay. Probably don't really need to know that. <laughs> and so Crosshair takes a whole three attack shuttles filled with Stormtroopers and even some Clone Troopers and tries to go subdue the Bad Batch. Now, the direction that he's given differs. The Kaminoans, or the Kaminoans, uh, want to have the clones captured alive, and Vice Admiral Rampart, who is, you know, definitely our Imperial villain in this whole thing, the major one, I should say, like the ongoing one, is not having that at all and just wants everyone terminated. And according to Crosshair, like, that's perfectly fine. But now we're starting to get another hint of what the Kaminoans are on about with this situation. They're not happy with that you know, pronouncement at all, but it seems like they're willing to sacrifice the Bad Batch as long as they get Omega back. And it does make you wonder, back to the very first episode, where uh, Nalase, the chief medical scientist, allowed the Bad Batch to escape and take Omega with them, if, you know, her calculus on that was that Omega was just going to get killed by Crosshair and all the troopers that were hunting the Bad Batch, then certainly that's the best decision she could have made at the time. But yeah, we're finding out that even though she still considers the clones Kaminoan property, and probably Lama Su, the Prime Minister, does as well, really their contingency 
whatever that is. And that was the first time a contingency plan was mentioned anywhere. So it's something to keep an eye on. Their contingency really only relies on them having Omega back in their possession. And there's an allusion to the fact that somebody is already on the case for bringing Omega back to them. So this lends more credence to the theory that Fennec Shand has been employed by the Kaminoans to return Omega to them, but they've decided to pull <laughs> the uh, the Bounty Hunters Guild trick that they pulled on the Mandalorian, which is just send everyone out on the bounty for Grogu and then send everyone out on the bounty for the Mandalorian. Later after that, they're going to send multiple bounty hunters, which leads to a surprise later in the podcast, uh, later in the episode, and also later in the podcast. So there's a great cat and mouse situation that happens between Crosshair and the Bad Batch on Bracca as you know, the Bad Batch is trying to escape with munitions that they think they can sell back to Sid to repay their debts and Crosshair and the gang trying to kill the Bad Batch and when they are cornered Crosshair even says like target the kid like the first person he wants to kill is Omega which is crazy I mean you know why would he think that necessarily it's kind of fascinating that he would do that he would seem to be somebody who would want to focus on the most dangerous person first you would think um, unless he thinks that somehow that's going to throw everybody off in the Bad Batch or he's just mad because of everything that she kept saying about you can't help it and the inhibitor chips and stuff like that I don't know, but it seemed like an odd vendetta sort of situation. So I feel like there must be something more to it because he's a really strategic guy. Earlier on in the episode, though, Wrecker is training Omega on how to defuse explosives. And that sort of played out like it might have been a setup for something. And if that's the case, then it's not for this episode because that didn't play out. And Crosshair, as far as being set up for something, it seems like, you know, one of the things that Tarkin and then Rampart wanted to test were you know, the ideas about clones and working with conscripted troopers and whatnot. And so, you know, so far we've seen Crosshair be successful in the mission that they you know, went to uh, Onderon for and killing all of the, you know, Saw Gerrera compatriots there. But he still hasn't captured the Bad Batch, and here he doesn't capture the Bad Batch as well, and he's also seriously injured in the attempt, and so you might imagine a scenario where, as we know, the Empire is leaning toward getting more conscripts as opposed to clones in their Stormtrooper army, that ultimately they're going to phase out the clone troopers, and Crosshair is not only just trying to hunt down his traitorous brothers, but he's also basically, you know, working for his life in this regard, because if he continues to fail, then he's just going to get cast aside by the Empire at best, and maybe killed for his trouble at worst. So those are the stakes that we've set up for things so far. And then the stakes get raised when it turns out that another bounty hunter has shown up to try to get Omega and it's none other than Cad Bane. So they brought Cad Bane back for this, which was super exciting. And they gave him his full Western themed musical cues and whatnot. And yeah, I honestly didn't think that the showdown between Hunter and Cad Bane would go the way that it did. I thought that Hunter might actually get the drop on him or at least be in the same vicinity. I guess he sort of was because he shot the draw but Cad Bane got him and it was shocking and you know you had a moment where you thought he might you know kill Omega but of course not because they talked about bounty hunters earlier in the episode so it made sense that he was taking her and then there was an interesting moment with the you know 
Bad Batch finally escaping from Bracca and getting back to the ship and Hunter waking up and doing it from his point of view, which, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the Republic Commando video game recently and it being you know, updated and re-released on, you know, platforms that you can play it on now. This is an old video game. Um, but part of that video game, I guess the, the point of view of it is from inside a clone trooper's helmet. So you're actually seeing it through the T-visor and you're getting readouts on screen as if you've got your own clone trooper helmet on and they give you that perspective for hunter when they're you know waking him up and they're trying to get him on his feet and get him to the havoc marauder and escape from bracco you know tech and echo and wrecker are trying to you know hoist him up and now we've set a path for where the second half of the season is going to go which is the bad batch trying to retrieve omega and if cad bane is taking her straight to camino then that means they're going to be back on camino again which means we're going to have face sauce with Vice Admiral Rampart and probably Crosshair again and maybe they're going to catch Cad Bane in transit and we'll have some action in that regard too and then of course there's now the wild card of Fennec Shand who was hired initially to get Omega and you can't imagine that Fennec would just let Omega be you know knuck out from under her and so she might even come after Cad Bane and try to steal the bounty from him. One thing I wasn't sure about though was whether the Bad Batch were able to retrieve any of the munitions. The last thing I saw was that Wrecker had a giant box that he was carrying and that was prior to the cone of the engine being blown off and everybody falling down and falling apart. So whether they actually got stuff back to be able to pay Sid, uh, yeah, I don't know but you know it's certainly a, a you know <laughs> a possibility that they did and if not then they're going to be even in greater hawk and it's going to cause them even more problems uh, related to the episode that i did yesterday and talking about you know the notion of you know slavery in star wars and the clone troopers and how it's treated there is a brief discussion between echo and hunter where they talk about you know something kind of similar in that regard you know, the same thing about you know rex saying you know we are conflicted about you know this whole war because you know all we're doing is fighting but we wouldn't have existed without it and they you know they're talking rex and echo or hunter and echo about what you know they could or should be doing and maybe they should have gone with rex and hunter says you know he's gone down a different path and you know we're you know soldiers like what else do we know like this kind of conversation is a, a really fascinating one and i hope they continue to dig into it in the bad batch and you know future clone related storytelling as well i mean i'm sure they can only do so much with it quite honestly you know and still keep it <laughs> entertaining and gangbustery action-packed and all that fun stuff but i mean they got into some deep stuff in season six of the clone wars too so i mean it's certainly possible and that's what I've got for you on Reunion. Not necessarily the happiest of reunions at all. That's episode eight from season one of The Bad Batch. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. 
Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at 